Welcome to the Full Out Podcast, where you'll get tools, tips, and inspiration to start living your most passionate, expansive, and abundant life. I'm your host, Samantha Jo Harvey, professional dancer and group fitness trainer turned lifestyle entrepreneur, speaker, and women's empowerment coach. It is my mission to help women live their lives full out. No more surviving your days, playing small, or marking your way through life. It's time to let go of your blocks, step into your power, and own that you are worthy of having everything you want in your life, business, and relationships. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back. You are listening to the Full Out Podcast and I am Sam, your host. What is happening, girlfriend? I'm really happy you're here. I kind of can't believe we have hit over 5,000 downloads, which is so wild and crazy. Um, so thanks for your support. I super appreciate when you take a screenshot and you share it with your, your friends on the Instagram stories, or you talk to your girlfriends and your coworkers and you say, Hey, I got this podcast. If it brings you value, maybe it'll bring your friend value. So today we are going to talk about, let's be real. It's December and motivation is starting to wane. It's starting to kind of fizzle out. And motivation is one of those things that is kind of like that ex-boyfriend that like he's real fun when he's around and it's like fiery and awesome and cool, but then he disappears for a couple days or a couple weeks and you're like, where did he go? He was so fun and I felt so great with him. And then he comes back into your life and you're like, oh yeah, okay, I feel good. Um, <laughs> maybe not. Maybe that's a really weird analogy. But it's December and I know a lot of people are dealing with the holiday parties and crazy commitments at work and family and all sorts of things are starting to happen. There's a million Christmas parties with a million Christmas cookies and the motivation to stay you know, healthy or the motivation to get your workout in or the motivation to still choose to work your side hustle, it can be a little challenging right now. And are you gonna be one of those people that's going to throw in the towel and be like, oh, it's December and I'm just gonna enjoy the holiday and I'll get back to it in January? Or are you going to try to spark that motivation and find it right now so that you can wake up in January feeling really great about where you're at? And, you know, I think one thing before I get into, I have kind of four ideas that I think help your goals when motivation is lacking or when you want to spark motivation or you want to maintain motivation. But before I get into those four things, I want you to find the fun. Right now, it's real easy to fall into stress. It's real easy to fall into not good feelings and overwhelm and burnout. And I want you to pause, take a deep breath in, exhale it out, and ask yourself, how can I make things fun? When you're showing up to your business, how can you make it fun? Side story, I was feeling really stressed in um, a couple months ago when I was trying to do a lot of things and my plate was very full and I was feeling weird resentment around my one of my businesses. And I was like, how do I make this more fun? So I started playing fun music and recording videos on Instagram where I'm dancing and being kind of stupid, um, being my crazy weirdo self. And that started making things so much more fun. And it changed the energy that I showed up in, and it changed the type of people I attracted into my business. And it literally changed my DNA and my experience around that part of my business. So if you follow me on Instagram, you've seen my ridiculous dance party 
daily green jink videos. And that's something that I literally did to change it up because I was feeling not great. So whether this is in your business or if this is in paying your bills and your finances, or if this is in your relationship or uh, your fitness or nutrition program, how can you make it fun? It does not have to be hard. And so often we think things have to be hard because that's just what society tells us. But girl, they don't have to be hard. That is a state of mind. That is a choice. So how can you choose to have fun? Do you put on some music to literally change up the energy and the vibes and the vibration in your house? Do you call a girlfriend on your way to the gym so that you've got that accountability buddy and you're like, okay, girl, you psych each other up and you're ready to go? Or do you ask your partner or your roommate or your kids to help you cook so it's like a family affair and it becomes more fun? Do you light a sexy candle when you're about to pay your bills and you set the mood and you play some good music to make you just feel good and thankful that you have bills to pay and you have money to pay those bills? What do you need to do to make things fun? So once we've got fun out of the way, how do you spark motivation, maintain motivation, increase motivation, or when you're not feeling motivation, how do you still achieve your goals? And I think that there's four components to it. I think the first is self-discipline. I think the second is time management. I think the third is support. I think the fourth is a strong defined why. So self-discipline, I feel like this is something that I have ingrained in me. And I think all you dancers out there, you former dancers out there, anyone that played a sport growing up, especially a solo sport or like dance, you learned self-discipline really young because you were the only person responsible for your growth. Like even before we could put it into words or understand what it was or what it meant, we were the only people, you were the only person that in that ballet class could get your leg a little higher or could turn that double pirouette into a triple pirouette. It was up to you. It was up to you to show up day in and day out because your parents paid for the class. So whether you wanted to go or not, you were in the room. But then once you were in the room, it was up to you whether you were gonna try or not. And I think for me, it just taught me tons of self-discipline because when you are trying to achieve something that's challenging, like getting your leg to lift up into the air against gravity, like in Alice Khan, if you're my best friend, Rachel, you have like a beautiful leg that goes up to your ear. And if you're like me, you struggle with it. And so self-discipline taught me and ballet taught me to struggle. It taught me how to fail and then keep going. Like when you're going for that third turn and you're only used to doing two turns, you fall down. You fall off balance, it feels uncomfortable, you have that moment of like, oh my God, I'm gonna smash my face into the floor. And it's hard and it sucks, but you keep going, you try again. And that is one reason I think that every young child should take dance class because it teaches you this, this grit and this determination of continuing to show up for yourself even when it's hard. So self-discipline, I feel like it just permeates my life and it moves through my businesses, through my work, through my work as a dancer, as a coach, as a small business owner, through my network marketing company. Self-discipline is key in my success. It is the key to staying consistent in your efforts. It's not about being the most popular person. It's not about being the most motivated person. It's about being the most self-disciplined person. 
Because there's going to be days that you don't want to do it. There's going to be days that that motivation is like a long lost cousin that you haven't heard from. And so you've got to show up for yourself and stay self-disciplined. Now that might change and shift like over time of what that discipline looks like is that, you know, okay, I'm going to hire a trainer and I'm going to go to the gym three times a week. And that's your self-discipline. You go, whether it's rain or shine, whether you're tired or you're sore, you go and you show up. Self-discipline. That might be you deciding that you're going to jump into a nutrition plan and regardless of whatever social experiences you have coming up, you are going to stick to that plan. You're going to say no to the donuts and you're going to stick to the salad and you're going to stick to the sweet potatoes and you're going to stick to the things that you know are going to fuel you because you are disciplined towards your goals. And you are staying disciplined because motivation is going to disappear, especially when you're out and it's Friday night and all your friends are having a cute little drink and maybe a burrito and some nachos and you want that. It is self-discipline that allows you to say, no, thank you. I choose something different. So self-discipline, I feel like, is key in supporting yourself when your motivation disappears or in maintaining motivation when you've got it. The second one, time management. You guys, we as a society love the term busy. We love being busy. Like it's a badge of honor. Like look how busy I am because that means I'm succeeding or that means I'm achieving or that means I'm popular or that means I don't know. Insert the word. We overuse busy so much and it's created this thing where it's like how busy can you be? How successful can you be because you're so busy? Well, that's actually not always a positive thing, right? Have you ever been so busy that you make yourself sick? Like you literally pick up a cold and then you're out for like a week. That used to happen to me all the time. I would go and go and go and I'd work a million jobs and then I wouldn't rest and I wouldn't eat well and I would just go, go, go. And then all of a sudden I'd get like the most deathly ill sick where I was knocked out for a week straight, couldn't get out of bed, couldn't move, couldn't do anything. And I feel like that's the universe or your body, whatever you want to believe in saying, girl, slow down, slow down. So your time management is really important for your motivation because when you are overdoing it, when you have way too many things on your to-do list and way too many commitments, your motivation to eat well or to hit your workout or to show up for your business or show up for your partner can tend to fade away because motivation can be tricky, right? So if you're not giving yourself the downtime or you're not giving yourself the space to relax and have fun, it's going to affect your motivation, right? Like I know that when I am really, really busy, the first thing to go out the window is my eating. Like I just want to soothe with food and it's usually something salty or it's something sugary. And then my motivation disappears completely. So I need to manage my time in the rest of my life to allow the motivation to stay there in the other areas of my life. And while we all know that I'm kind of an all or nothing person, I have to make sure that I schedule in the fun. I have to schedule in the downtime so that I feel better, so that I'm happier, so that my motivation in all the different areas of life that I wanna you know, succeed in are there when I need them. The third thing, support. Y'all know I preach support like, whoa, because one person alone, you know, yeah, you might be strong, you might be powerful, but like a support system, a team, a tribe, then you are unstoppable, right? 
So where can you get support? Is this, if you're in network marketing, is this your upline? If you're going through a crazy busy season, maybe you need your upline to support you with your team. Maybe support is having a conversation with your partner and saying, babe, look, it is my goal to get my body in shape this year. And so I need your support. Can we cook together? Can we decide that when we go out to eat, we're going to go to healthy restaurants? Can we decide that when you're going to eat McDonald's, you're going to eat it out in the car and you're not going to bring it inside to the house? Can we, and make it a team effort, make it a team effort. When I was, uh, competing in the fitness competition, it was very challenging for me because I had a lot of people around me that would make fun of the fact that I was on this crazy strict diet and we would go out to eat. I was like, okay, what can I eat here? I'll get a steak and I'll get green beans and I'll get a sweet potato. And that fit my nutrition plan at the time. And they would purposely order the burgers and the fries and all of the desserts and be like, you sure you don't want some? You sure you don't want some? And they would like put the fries on my plate and it was really, really unsupportive. So you've got to ask for what you want and you've got to ask for the support and then ask for the support in the way that you need it. So you can't just say, hey, friend, I need support. You need to say, hey, friend, can you text me and say, hey, I'm going to the gym at this time. Do you want to come along? Or, hey, did you get your workout in, girlfriend? Or, hey, did you do your meal prep yet? So ask your friend, can you check in with me on Monday mornings to make sure that I do X, Y, Z? So you've got to ask for what you want and be really, really specific about it so that you get exactly what you need. And you might not get exactly what you need, but at least you can make the effort and that puts it out there on the other person. But if you keep that bottled up inside and you have, you know, a, a crying moment of like, I just want to be supported, but you're not asking for the support that you need. It's on you, girl. It's on you. So what other areas do you need support in? Do you need a coach that's going to whip you into shape and say, girl, these are your goals. This is what you said you were going to do. How are you going to do it? How are you going to achieve it? What do we need to do? I am such a huge, 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 huge fan of coaching with the right coach. You got to have the right person. Got to have the right fit. This is the one way that I have made crazy, amazing strides in my life when I have been on coaching programs, when I've been in group coaching programs, when I've been held accountable. And I want to talk a little bit for a second about coaching programs because They cost money and so do trainers and so do therapists. They cost money. And so a lot of you shy away from it. You're like, oh, that's not in my budget. But really, is it not in your budget if it's going to help you feel like a better human? Is it not in your budget if it's going to allow you to double your own business and double your income? Is it not in your budget if it's going to change the way that you show up to your life? I think that so often we're so quick to think that we can do everything on our own. And the second you pause and you go, hey, I really could use support. That is like the moment things change. Because when you have a team of people supporting you, that is when you are unstoppable. Y'all know all those really, really successful athletes out there, those successful singers, they have teams of people supporting them. And guess what? They pay for them and they're wildly successful. So sometimes you have to get uncomfortable and you have to invest in yourself and invest in the support that you need. That investment is your handshake to the universe that says, look, I'm putting down the money, this is uncomfortable, this is stretchy, it's uncomfortable, but I'm ready. Because before, you might not have been ready. You weren't ready to invest in yourself because you didn't really think that the value was there. 
But the second you decide to put the money out there to, you know, sell some extra clothes on Poshmark or pick up a few extra shifts at work or do whatever it is, ask for your birthday presents to be cash so you can pay for the coaching program that you want or pay for the personal trainer that you want. That's when you really start to take your life into your hands rather than just be a victim to, oh, I got no money. Sorry, I can't. This is why I don't feel great in my life. Real talk here. I know I'm being a little harsh, but I feel really, really passionately about this. I will tell you from personal experience, I joined a mastermind this past summer. It was a three-month mastermind. And the amount of money that it cost for me to join this mastermind was something unfathomable for me. I had never, never spent this amount of money um, except for when I might have put a down payment on a car before. Um, I was terrified. Now, I had, I had some money in savings, so it was there, but I was terrified to spend the money. All the fears came in. Well, what if I don't make this back? Well, what if you know I go into debt? Or what if I can't pay my bills? Or what if... And then the other side of me was like, what if I, what if I don't? What if this becomes the most amazing experience of my life. What if this creates all of the change that I want in my life and allows me to grow into this next version of myself? It's 1000% worth it. And you guys, I do not regret spending that amount of money on this mastermind at all whatsoever. You know, the other thing that it allowed me to do was spending that much money made me take it seriously. You know, when you get like you know, a sweater, you can get one at like H&M for like 20 bucks, or you can get like a real she-she fancy one. I don't even know um, brands because I'm really not a shopper, but like, you know, like a $300 sweater. Do you treat that sweater differently than you treat your H&M sweater? Because you probably put that H&M sweater right in the washer and in the dryer, and then it, you know, it might fade away and, you know, you put it in your drawer and it's fine. But that expensive, delicious feeling, amazing sweater, you might hand wash it. And then you lay it out to dry and you, you lay it flat. And then once it's dry, you like fold it real gently and nicely and you take care of it in such a different way. Well, it's the same thing when you're paying for a trainer or you're paying for a coach. You treat your time differently when you invest more money. And so that uncomfortable, stretchy feeling is actually a sign that it's good. Now, I'm not saying like go into debt and actually, you know, take out massive credit cards and like take a leap when you really financially shouldn't. But I want you to get real honest with yourself. How can you make it work? What can you do? Can you babysit? Can you pick up that extra shift at work? Can you ask for your holiday gifts to be in the form of cash instead? Can you, what can you do? Do you have money in savings that you haven't touched that's like just there for a rainy day? Could this be your rainy day that will allow you to make more money so you can double your rainy day fund? Okay, I know I went on a major tangent on that one, but investing in yourself to get the support you need is something I'm so freaking passionate about because it has literally changed my life. And for those of you looking at group coaching programs, I will say that the women that I have met in those group coaching programs get it because they're in their same shoes. And, and I have friends that are still like my close people that just get it. Like things that I don't talk to like my friend circles about, I talk to these two women about because they are investing in their personal development. They are investing in their growth, their spiritual growth, their business growth in a way that only they can understand because we were in this group together. So know that beyond whatever service you're getting, whether it's PT or it's a group coaching program or it's you know whatever you're investing in, those group programs 
really create and cultivate relationships that are going to support you far beyond the group program. Does that make sense? Okay, I'm going to leave the support alone because I feel like you got it. Support is going to help you when you need motivation. It's going to rock you and shake you up. And then once you have that motivation, it's going to help you maintain. When you have people to check in with, when you have someone holding you accountable, you can be unstoppable. So support is super necessary for that motivation. And the fourth one is a strong defined why. We need to know why we're doing things. You ever hang out hang out with a little kid? I'm laughing because I, <laughs> I don't have children, but I've babysat a lot in my younger years. And they ask a lot of questions. And they always ask why. They always want to know why we're doing something. And I think that there's this true need for us to know why we're doing something. And to have it be a really deep, resonating why. So people in my business when they're like, oh, I want to make, you know, a couple extra hundred dollars. I'm like, okay, great. Why? Let's get into it. Well, when someone comes to me and they say, you know what, I'm going through a divorce and I need to pay for my son and myself to, you know, really live the life we want to live. Like I need to pay for rent and food for my family. That is such a strong why that I know that that person is willing to do everything and anything it takes, regardless of whether motivation is there or not there. And on the days that she doesn't feel like showing up to her business, she doesn't feel like following up or reaching out or posting on social media, she's going to go back to her original why and go, oh my gosh, this is for my son. I got to do this. Whether I'm motivated or not, my son is my motivation. And then there are people that are like, oh, I just want to make a couple hundred dollars because, you know, it looks fun. Well, guys, fun is not a motivator. You need to have a strong emotional why. And for me, that's been different things, you know, for following fitness and nutrition programs. Sometimes it's been, you know what, I need to weigh in and look a certain way for this job. And that's a different motivator than, you know what, I feel so confident in my body when I am taking care of myself and I want to feel confident in my life because when I'm confident in my life, I can achieve everything and anything versus like, I want to lose the last five pounds because the last five pounds, it means kind of nothing. And there's no emotional tie there. But if that last five pounds is tied to how you show up in the workplace and how you show up in your relationship and your romantic relationship with your partner, it becomes so much more. And you've got to be so clear on your why, whether you're talking business, we're talking health and fitness, we're talking relationships, we're talking any kind of goal. You have to be clear on your why. And then I want you to play that game. You keep going deeper. Do it in a journal, do it in a voice note, talk to a friend. Why is this important to me? Why is that important to me? And just get deeper and deeper and deeper. And it's got to be about you. It's got to have both that personal reason why, like this is going to make me feel awesome and it's going to help people. But if you're just doing this to help people, that's not enough motivation. If you're just doing something because it's going to make your partner happy, that's not going to help you when motivation disappears. So you've got to have a why that comes from you, not anyone else. And I will tell you when I was first in um, starting in my network marketing company, I really wanted to make enough money so that I could go to Whole Foods and buy anything that I wanted. I didn't have to worry about price. And like, that's a funny kind of cute why, but it was like, but really, why is that important? And then it made me go way deep into this um, way that I, you know, I grew up in a divorced household and money was tight. And the stress that I used to feel around money was something that I didn't want to experience in my life. So I really 
want freedom. And this idea of being able to buy whatever almond milk or almond butter at Whole Foods equals freedom to me. Can you see how that's a different type of why than like, I wanna be able to buy whatever I want. No, I tied it to freedom, to being stress-free, to being able to make choices in my life and to be able to follow my fun and do all of those things without the stress of money. And that's a really deep emotional why for me based on how I grew up. So your why might be super different based on whatever your goal is or based on how you were raised or where you are in life or what you're um, looking at, whether it's a relationship or business or finances, et cetera. But you gotta be really, really clear on your why. So motivation will be supported by your self-discipline, by your time management, by your support, and by having your strong defined why. Moving into December, knowing you've got holiday parties and you've got gift giving and you've got the wild and craziness of the last month of 2019, are you gonna let your motivation disappear or are you gonna get real clear on your goals and real clear on what you need to do in order to achieve those goals? Thank you so much for joining me. If today's podcast inspired you in any way, we would love your support in spreading the word. Please subscribe, rate, and review, and let the other queens in your life know that they are also worthy of living life full out. If you want to continue the conversation, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram or Facebook at Samantha Joe Harvey. Have a fabulous day, and I'll see you next time.